On the Rebranded Athlete Podcast, we discuss the transition from college athletics to the workforce and sit down with other athletes to hear about their stories of making the transition from leaders on the field to leaders in their career field. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Rebranded Athlete Podcast. I'm Sarah Lepe, your host, and we're talking about the end of the high energy arena. Do you remember that feeling running out of that tunnel or to the court and you hearing the cheers of the fans and everybody that was there to see your game? I remember it like it was just yesterday. It was so much fun. There was so much energy and nothing pumped me up more to play the game than to hear the crowd in the stands. The crowd was there to cheer you on during the good times, and also they were there to lift you up when things were difficult. The buzz of the cheers sometimes pushed me to go past what I thought was possible or what I could do at the time. I remember feeling so exhausted during some of the games that when the crowd would get on their feet, it would just help push us to get that next point or, the, or that next play. But what happens when all that stops? What happens when the buzz of the arena comes to an end? It can be lonely and it can definitely be a super quiet place. We're high driven athletes and oftentimes we land in a low energy position after college. Now, as athletes, we try to bring the energy into our next job or position and sometimes that can almost backfire on us. I remember when I had gotten my bartending job when I had just finished college and I was also working at a hotel restaurant and I was hustling. <laughs> That's all I knew. Everything that I had learned as an athlete, I was applying into the next part of my life and I only knew how to go one speed. And the speed of that I knew was to do everything with intent and to do everything to try to be the best that I could be. This can come off to some people that you work with as standoffish. Some people may think that you're trying to be employee of the month, while other people think, man, she may just want to be the manager or the supervisor. And guess what, guys? After a couple of months, they actually did make me the supervisor. <laughs> but the low energy in the workplace can really make you miss those competing days and leave you thinking about and dreaming about the days that you used to run out of that tunnel and onto the quarter field. So what can you do if you find yourself in that kind of a predicament after you're done playing? Well, first of all, try to connect with the people that you work with and maybe find out some things you have in common. I guarantee you there's gonna be at least one other person that you work with that has as much competitiveness as you do. I know I found it and I tried to keep up with them. And once I learned the ranks, they were definitely trying to keep up with me. But that also comes with getting to know your colleagues. They are your new teammates in the new sport that you're playing. The new sport is whatever you're doing outside of athletics. And if you've really, really never taken the time to research the job or position that you're seeking, I highly recommend that you do that. Do you think you're ready? to go from that high energy packed arena to sitting in a cubicle for eight hours a day? Have you really thought of that? I know a lot of athletes who had envisioned having a job after college because maybe it made some good money and maybe they thought that later down the line it could land them to where they wanted to be, but they never really took the time to see what that job entailed. 
And most athletes need jobs that keep them on their feet and keep them active. I went into teaching because I knew I wouldn't be sitting behind a desk all day. And let me tell you guys, in education, you hardly sit down. Besides being on your feet, you also need to have a job that's going to challenge you, just like you were challenged on the court. There's nothing worse than being bored in the next job or position that you have. So you really have to find something that's going to challenge you, but also that's not going to frustrate you either. Also, be yourself. You may stand out just like I did in the restaurant industry because maybe they had never seen an athlete come and work with them. But you know what? I did what I did and everybody looked to me for support. That's why eventually they let me be the supervisor and the manager of the restaurant because they saw the drive that I had. And not only that, I was there for the team. It wasn't all about me. I helped out wherever I could. If sometimes I had to go downstairs to the kitchen and help with the cooks, if I needed to go and help the dishwasher, whatever I needed to do, I did. And I still do that in my job, in my role as a school principal right now. And what's really kind of funny is that people don't even realize that I'm the principal because you'll find me out in the front helping with the crossing. When it's raining outside, I'm the one that's helping to push the water puddles so that the kids and the teachers don't get caught up in all the puddles of rain that happen. There's no job that you are above. What you do bring to the table is your commitment and your tenacity and also your ability to be a team player. Those three things are going to carry you into whatever sport you go into after your college career is over. And remember, when I talk about sport, I'm talking about the next thing that you're going to get into. And most importantly, bring that team aspect to everything that you do. That's what makes us stand out as athletes. We bring something different to the table. And a lot of people never had the opportunity to play an organized team sport. So maybe they don't even know what that's about. But from my experience of being in the restaurant industry to even being an educator right now, what I have found are those elements that I brought in as the time that I was a team captain and bringing the team together have really helped out to make everybody cohesive and everybody on the same page striving for the same goals. And you guys, it's an awesome, awesome thing to see day in and day out. People feeling happy, people wanting to be part of the team and people contributing to the team as well. Because you're going to find that as you go on and as you go and get a job and you go into your career, you're going to find that there are going to be people who are not going to be team players just like you are. It's so important that we bring awareness to the athlete transition. These are the conversations that we need to start having before the arena is closed, okay? Before the lights go dim, before everybody leaves. We need to start having these conversations because change is difficult. The more we talk about it, the more we prepare, and especially the more that you visualize the challenges that may arise in life after sports, the more you'll be ready for when that situation actually does come. And I know that you are going to thrive. So if you're a current college athlete out there, here's some advice for you. Live in the moment and enjoy your competing days right now. I know it may seem overwhelming with the amount of hours that you're putting into your sport between practices and conditioning and weightlifting and film review and scouting reports and travel. And let's not forget going to the classroom. But you're going to have your whole life to play something else after college. So enjoy the time you have right now, but start to visualize 
how that transition is going to take place because you don't want to be blindsided by that on your senior night when you haven't even thought of what's next. And people are going to ask you, what are you going to do? What are your plans? So start having those conversations now because later on, you are going to go pro in something else besides a sport that you're currently playing in right now. Remember, you don't need a high energy arena to play your best in life after sports. Take with you the skills, the gifts, and the lessons that you've learned and apply them to your next steps. All right, you guys, that's it for today. And as always, make sure reach out to me on Rebranded Athlete if you have any questions or if you need support. Make sure to like and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and please do me a favor. If you could leave a review, I'd really appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe because I don't want you missing a single episode this season. We have a lot of great things coming up in store and a lot of guests that are going to be joining us here on the podcast. Thanks for listening and supporting as always. And I'll catch you on the next episode of the Rebranded Athlete Podcast.